You know, I, uh, I find it poetic, I didn't plan it this way, that Christmas being on a Sunday is kind of awkward. Uh, I mean, it's awkward. Uh, you know, you either, you either get up at 3.45 in the morning so kids can open their presents so they can sleep again while you get ready to be in the church at 9.30. Or you do like some others told me, and you tell them to go back to bed and make them get up later, but that didn't work for us. <laughs> or you're trying to plan a meal and get family together, and we're taking the time to be here, and it's hard to plan a meal when you're not at home. It's awkward. And, you know, it kind of goes along with our awkward family Christmas. We've spent, we've spent four years, or four years, feels like it's four, four weeks, not years, four weeks. <laughs> Just seemed like years. It's been four weeks talking about this awkwardness that is the lineage of Jesus. The mess the salvation of the world came from. This group of sinners, idolaters, adulterers, murderers, evil people, who all have some part to play and bringing Jesus into this world because they are a descendant somewhere and all the awkwardness and all the mess. For all the biblical history in the Old Testament, there was one thing that happened over and over and over again. And that's the, the whole book of Deuteronomy is a theme because what happens is God would save his people. He would set them up and they would mess it up. Their evilness would come through. Their sinfulness would come through and they would fall. And what would happen? They would cry out to God and God would pick them up. And he would put them back where they needed to be. And they would fall. And time and time and time again, that happened throughout all of the Old Testament. And then we move into the New Testament. And it's been several hundred years since anybody has heard from God. And they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's happening. And they're wondering. They're patiently waiting. They don't understand what's going on. And the awkward mess that occurs when the angel appears to a young girl and says, Guess what? You're going to have a baby. A mess. She didn't know. How is this going to happen? What, what's, what, what do you mean? Because back then, this is unheard of. Back then, this will have your family disgraced. Back then, this changes all things. And then you have the man who has already said, yes, I want to marry her. He's already put the price up. He's already done the things he needs to do. She's supposed to be spending the next year chased, waiting for him. And suddenly she's pregnant. What do you do? There's awkwardness. He has a choice to make. Do I let them take her out of stone her? Do I not make an accusation? Do I send the child's mind and ruin my reputation? What do I do? The awkwardness. And then the awkward trip of almost a hundred miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem when you're nine months pregnant on the back of a donkey or walking, whichever one it is. Can you imagine the awkwardness? And then you get there and nobody opens the door except for one guy who says, well, I don't have much, but I've got this place where I keep my animals. You can stay there. And so this young girl who is pregnant for the first time in a miraculous way gives birth by herself with a man, honestly, she probably barely knows in one of the dirtiest places in the world. The awkwardness. 
But then our one point this morning, a baby changes everything. Amen. You know, I, I, I've got scripture I was going to read. Because what happens there in Luke, as the baby comes, as the, the girl is there, an announcement is made in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today a Savior who is Messiah the Lord was born for you in the city of David, and this will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in cloth and lying in a feeding trough. A baby. They were looking for a man. They were looking for a king. They were looking for a warrior. But a baby changes everything. The baby changed the way Messiah had to be viewed. The baby changed the way that man came to God. We no longer come and bring offerings of, of goats and rams and bulls and sheep and all these things. We don't do that. Now we come to Jesus and we accept the gift. And even if we fall into the pattern of Deuteronomy, it's one step back. It's one word back. It's Father, forgive me. Last night, as we passed our candles, there was a point where Micah was singing and her candle blew out. And she looked at me and she said, my candle went out. Reached over with my candle. I lit it back. You see, a baby changes everything because that's who we are supposed to be. When we struggle, when we fall, when we don't know what else to do, when we have those dark times, others come with that same light that they receive from the same baby to help us start that spark again. The baby changes everything. As we leave here this morning, but you weren't going to be here very long. <laughs> Shortest sermon ever. Write that down. <laughs> so we leave here today. Ask yourself this question. Has that baby that was born 2,000 years ago changed your life? Many of us claim it, and we don't see the change. A baby changes everything. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you right now and we thank you and we praise you for your blessings. Father, we ask right now that you would just remind us, Father, that that baby that came into the world so many years ago, Father, changes our access to you. It changes the way we see the world. It changes our very lives. Father, thank you for the ability to come this morning and worship you, sing your praises, to fellowship with one another. Father, thank you for the reminders of who you are. Father, we ask right now that you would go with us today as we leave this place. Remind us to focus on you and not to focus on the mess we find around us. 
Father, we thank you for all that you do, and we ask all these things in the name of Jesus and for his sake. Amen. Amen. Be blessed today as you go.